0: Welcome to the Build Change Impact Podcast, where we help you build your business, change your life, and impact your world through inspiring conversation. This is for you, business owners, to help you go from just working it to building an asset with greater impact. I'm your host, Stacey Ansley, so let's get started. I look forward to introducing you today to Laura Smith, the creator of iHeart Planners. Her mission is to provide a complete life management system for busy women, so they can manage the chaos with a smile. She loves all things planning and organizing, and she's built her business on the back of her passion for creating functional yet classy printables. When she isn't hard at work behind her computer, you can find her loving on her husband and her two toddlers. So let's get into this interview. Well, hello and welcome to the Build Change Impact podcast. I'm Stacy and today we have Laura Smith with us. And Laura is the founder and owner of iHeart Planners. So, Laura, thanks so much for joining us. My first question to you today is tell me why you started your business. All right. Well, thanks for having me. I'm so happy to be here.
1: And The why I started my business was kind of twofold. Um, As you know, it's all about like organizing and planners and that's just something I love and I was compelled to share. And the second reason that I really started it is because when I started several years ago, we didn't have any kids yet, but that was on the radar and it was very important to me to stay at home with them and primarily care for them. And I didn't want to be going to my corporate gone 10 hours a day job. And I knew that living on my husband's salary was going to be pretty tight. So I just really wanted some like extra breathing room money. Like I just wanted maybe an extra, my goal was a thousand dollars a month. And so that's really why I started as like, I wanted to share the things that I loved. And I really wanted to make that extra thousand dollars a month so we could have some breathing room.
0: Absolutely. That sounds phenomenal. So, you started off, you had a blog and it started to grow a little bit more, and you started to get some response back from your audience. What was the first thing that you had that really took off that you were like, okay, I think I've got this?
1: Yeah. So, there actually was that moment where I felt like I got this. So, I started in December of 2012, and I actually started, and this isn't what most people do, with a product. And the reason I did that is I had been reading and researching every single free advice out there. There weren't really blogging courses as much at the time. And the ones that I respected the most were all saying that you needed to create and sell your own products because I didn't think the page view model was going to work for me. Like it's way harder to get millions of people to your blog, but if you can cultivate that smaller audience and you have a product to offer them, I just felt like it was going to go so much better. And so I started with what I called the Sweet Life Principle Planner. So it's just a collection of printables that would help you organize all the different areas of your life. And when I started my blog, it was December of 2012 with that product. I think I sold about eight for $10. So it didn't even cover my hosting fees. Now, that didn't surprise me one little bit. I was actually surprised I sold that many (laughs) because I had like three readers. And uh, several months later, it was about nine months later, I think in September of the next year, this whole time I hadn't sold anything else. I hadn't tried to sell anything. I hadn't put any ads on my blog. I'd been doing nothing but building and nurturing my email list. I was very focused on that, but I hadn't asked them to buy anything. So we hadn't seen the payoff yet. And when I launched that next Sweet Life printable planner and okay, this is hilarious. I was so bad at selling. I hated the thought of selling. So I sent out one email and there was like a special for a week. And I made myself send one more email during the week to say, hey, the special price is ending tomorrow. And I was like super nervous to do that. Like, but when I did that, I actually made three thousand dollars in like one week. It was all the work I'd been putting in for the last nine months. Yes. Hang on. And I was able to buy myself a new iMac, uh, because my computer was old and slow and it took me forever to like design these things. And that was when I was like, it actually did something. Like I made real money, my real things, And that was a huge turning point for me.
0: Very cool. And so over the time your business has also kind of evolved. So now you don't just offer one off products. What does your business look like a little bit more today?
1: Okay, so today we have more product offerings. We no longer sell that printable planner that we sold in the beginning. We have a physical planner called the Sweet Life Planner that we come out with every year. And I just, I absolutely love creating something like tangible that I can hold. And this is like my absolute dream planner. And I never thought like I would be able to create my dream planner. Um, And yeah, so I have that. We have... The Sweet Life Planner Club, which is a monthly membership for people who love printables and just want to get their lives more organized. We provide a lot of guidance, um, and we have some other courses on how to create your own printables, how to build your email list, a lot of different things. But the core, the two core things are Sweet Life Planner and our Sweet Life Planner Club.
0: Very cool. And now, are you the primary designer still of most of this stuff? Because I imagine in the beginning you definitely were. And how, as your business has grown, how have you? had to have released some of those things. Oh yes, so totally had to outsource, let go of a lot of
1: things. I have a whole team now, it's not just me, which has enabled us to grow way beyond where we could have grown if it was just me doing all of the work. So I do some of the design of the printables, but most of it is done by other people, Um, especially once I have, like I can make one page, like this is what I want it to look like or even sketch it out and say, you guys go make it. Um, so yeah, so that's been really fun to have a team to help bring these things to life and just increase our capacity quite a bit.
0: Very cool. Now, what was your first hire? And would you do that again? Or would you have now looking back, would you have changed how you did that and say, Oh, I really should have hired this position first, or?
1: I don't know. I mean, there are some things throughout the years that I would have changed. I would say with my first hire, I think I hired a couple of VAs for one off project for like a few hours, you know, to help me with one little thing was the first thing, kind of getting my toes wet, taking one little thing off my plate or something that I wouldn't have been able to do, but it was going to bring in revenue. Um, and then my first, the next person that I hired, um, to help on a regular basis, a contractor is still with us. And that was like probably four or five years ago. So, uh, she was amazing and I would definitely not change that at all. And, um, yeah, like I, I started that, that person started helping me make the printables okay. because I had a lot of them designed as far as like, we had a budget kit and we had a, this kit, a faith kit and a this kit and that kit. And I had several different designs. We had called them additions. So we have like our lollipop edition and our grape and our serenity and all those different additions. Like that's like the style. So, and we have all different sizes, right? So she, I would just say, Hey, um, I want you to make the budget kit in half size and the serenity edition and she would make it um and so that's how we started and I think it was good because that task is very concise and measurable like they don't have to use a lot of like initiative or creative creativity it's like you uh this is the outcome I want and you know you either have it or you don't and I think that's a really good place to start because it's more complicated over time. I have been able to delegate on a much more vague basis. Like we want this project, go make it happen. But I think starting with something that's really concise and measurable is an easier place to start. And so, yeah. Um, And we've grown over the years. We had another contractor a few months later.
0: Uh, I have full-time employees now and things like that. So, yeah. That's incredible. So, yeah, I definitely feel like as you were saying, it's one of those things that as you've grown as a business owner and have kind of developed some systems and processes that you knew that you needed within your business, you're able to give a little bit more leeway because you, the people who are on your team understand what you're expecting. And if you're just starting out, you need to have a little bit more constraint so that your, your team doesn't go off the reservation and in a different direction that you're hoping your business to go. So I can totally understand that. Now, so How has this been now that you've had kids? Because you still have littles, and when you started, you didn't have littles. So has this played out the way that you were hoping? Has it provided the income for your family and the freedom for your family? And what does your family look like today? So um,
1: I would say it's just played out better than I could have ever even dreamed. Like, when I started my goal, that thousand dollars a month. And I thought I was going to have to work like every night nap time and all these things, you know, to make that happen. Um, I think that was my goal just because I didn't, I didn't think anything else was possible. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't think that I could run, you know, a real business with making real money and all of these things. Um, I just, it didn't, it wasn't even on the table. So, um, but I'm very goal oriented and that was real serious about that goal. And so I was working, really really hard to meet it and of course I just flew right past it um and so how it looks now um I've stayed very committed to spending a lot of time with my kids like that's just been something um my mom stayed home with us and she was there when we came home from school and she was just there for us so much and that just meant so much to me I think it's like part of the reason I am who I am today and so that has just been so important to me like I knew I wanted to spend a lot of time with them and so um I've done that but over time you know I had my first baby and oh my goodness like life changes I mean anyone who's had kids will tell you that and so I was kind of thinking I could uh work while the baby was just doing whatever that didn't go so well she was kind of um yeah she, she was a little bit fussy pretty much all the time and so early on I got like six hours a week of childcare, just something to where I knew I had that consistent time this is what has to be done for me. It was a blog post and communicating with my email newsletter every week and then getting ready for that annual product release. And so if I knew I had that, that gave me just a huge level of sanity because I knew I would have that time that I didn't need to worry about anything else and I could focus. And then if I had any other time, huge bonus. And then a lot about that time, I worked super hard when I was pregnant with my first knowing that I was going to try to go on some sort of maternity leave, but you don't actually have maternity leaves when you own your own business. But, um, So, and I didn't have anyone else on my team, I don't think at the time. And so I just worked really hard. And what happened is after she was born, I was shocked that we continued to grow because the seeds that I had planted in the preceding months were starting to like take root and blossom. And so I was really surprised. And that's, I think when I realized like this is making a full time income and I still was only working. I don't know, you know, 10, 20 hours a week, nothing like full time. And I was like, this is really going to go somewhere if I take it seriously. And so I kind of committed a little bit more. Um, I had a second child uh, 22 months after I had the first. And um, that's when I started bringing on more help, because I don't want to spend more of my time. And I would rather keep less of the, the income and spend less time. And so that's what I did. And so it just looks right now we have Mm, in the, in the school year, which my kids aren't even in school yet. They're four and three right now, but um have about three days a week of childcare. And that has worked really good well for me because I found that trying to work with them around was not working. <laughs> like it was just, I wanted to be focused on them and not be have this like nagging. I've got to answer this email. I've got to do this thing. And so I really, um, find that by working like those hours, I don't have to work very much outside of that. And so that really helps me be focused in the in, in whatever time that I, I do have.
0: That's absolutely wonderful. Well, I know that your kids probably extremely appreciate the quality time that you get to spend with them. So I want to touch on one thing, because if I remember from your background, you don't actually even have a business background, correct? Your degree was in electrical engineering. So I love that because I mean, you've started and are running this business that is incredible and you have an electrical, electrical engineering degree. So um, it just goes to show that you don't have to have you know, an MBA in order to run a successful business, that there are the resources, there are the ways to learn how to do things and grow your business, especially in this online age, um, that it's completely possible.
1: No, yeah, I couldn't agree more. You And that's the beauty of it is that you don't have to have a lot of formal training. I mean, I, like I said, I have an electrical engineering degree. I worked for seven years designing nuclear power plants and now I design planners. (laughs) Um, But I, I mean, I absolutely love it. And actually I think uh, it doesn't seem on the surface, like any of those skills would translate over to what I do now. And maybe not directly, but they use the problem solving skills that I learned as an engineer they absolutely translate over. And even like the thought processes betru- behind, even how I test technology, like tech things, that kind of mindset. Like I've found that some of those things has, have translated over. And I've also found that I'm not great at everything. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, you can outsource what you're not great at. And sometimes you have to muddle through some things that you're not great at to do the things that you do love and enjoy. That's just part of having a business. It's probably not true that you're going to be amazing at all the different aspects. And I know like there's a lot of things that I love and maybe are in my wheelhouse, but other things like not so much.
0: Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the community that you've built. And um when did you start hearing back from people like, hey, th- I love this. This has really changed the way my family meal plans or the way I structure my day in my business. Or what are some of those stories that you've heard and you knew that okay, what I'm doing and what I'm producing is actually helping people. Oh, yeah. I absolutely love the
1: part where you just realize like what you're doing is helping people. And I think sometimes we even feel disconnected because we're sitting behind a computer, but we don't always get to interact face to face with the people that we're helping. And so um, I did get a few emails and even comments on the blog back when I started blog commenting was more of a thing. And so Um, I would get emails even on like something specific, like, Oh, this, this way of thinking about meal planning, this has really helped me. My family is using this. And I've gotten some that just talk about, like, one of the things that I just love is when somebody talks about how like they feel less stressed Mm -hmm. and I just think that feeling of like general stress and worry about like how I'm going to take care of the house and how I'm going to take care of all these things it presses on people so much. And so I just love hearing I mean people will, they'll write how, how much less stress they feel, how they feel like they have a plan, they know what to do. And I just think those things are just so amazing. And I will say that when I started hearing those things more was actually when I started asking. <laughs> so, um, what happened was a few months in, maybe it was a little more than that a year and a half in, I had maybe, I'm quite a few, like 5,000 subscribers on my email list. And I just felt like, even though I had a decent number of subscribers, like I didn't feel connected. Like I didn't know what they wanted. They rarely would write back. I mean, that's just not typically what people do. And I was talking to someone who told me, you should ask. And she said to take my um, welcome sequence and just say, what are you struggling with the most? And once I did that, people started answering and I just felt so much more connected and like I understood them and we were having an actual dialogue. So I'd say for anybody who feels disconnected, start asking and um, it'll be amazing how connected and you can even put it, pick up the phone and call somebody um, and just talk to them and realize like it, it really is amazing, like how we can sit in one place at our computers, but impact so many people around the
0: world. Like I've had people join my challenges from all over the world. That's phenomenal. That's really wonderful. So if someone wanted to learn more about iHeart Planners, where would they find you online? So
1: iHeartPlanners.com is our website and you'll also find me a lot um, under the handle iHeartPlanners on Instagram. I post my stories. If you want to connect with me personally, medium, something like that, that's a great place to find me.
0: Well, wonderful. Well, Laura, I can't thank you enough for joining us today and sharing your story about how you've built your business, how it's changed your life, and how it's allowed you to impact the world. So thank you so much. It was great catching up. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. And that wraps up this episode of Build Change Impact Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you found this conversation inspiring, or if it piqued your interest as to how you can work on your business and not just in it, I invite you to join other like-minded business owners in the free Build Change Impact Facebook group, Basecamp. Basecamp is a group of business owners here to help you, guide you and share some insight about ways that you can build your business, change your life and have a greater impact on your world. You'll find a link to join in the show notes or just head over to buildchangeimpact.com forward slash Come join us and maybe we'll feature your story on an upcoming episode of the Build Change Impact podcast. I'm Stacey Ansley, and I look forward to seeing you in the group.